If you're a fan of the podcast and you want to support us to bring you better content on a more consistent level, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast, And for as little as £2 a month, you get a bonus guest podcast every Friday. The extra Sly Guy podcast in your ears every Monday, as well as bonus content too. You get early access to tickets that I do for gigs and shows such as the live podcast, hey, and other bits and bobs. And it really helps the show. You know, we've been able to get guests on the podcast recently just to change it up a little bit to let you see what it's like over on Patreon. So if you want to see all the other guest episodes, including visits from people like Psychic Glenn, Annette Kelly, Danny Simpson, Reese McLennigan, James Hume, et al., you can head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Podcast. Guys, I am back in the Ulster Hall for my biggest ever show on Saturday the 10th of September 2022. My new show, Bits and Pieces, is shaping up to be my best show yet, and I hope you guys will come and join me. Tickets are now available across Ticketmaster and the Ulster Hall website. You can get tickets on the ground floor or you can get the balcony. So you can you can you can get anywhere you want the best seats in the house to come and see my new show. Um, I'm excited to be doing the show. I can't wait for you guys to see it. And let's all come and party on the 10th of September. Don't know why I'm doing that, I'm too old but it's worth it. Guys, we've got a lot of fun for you. On the 24th of June, the Sly Guy podcast is going live once again from the home of the live Sly Guy podcast, the Strand Art Centre in Belfast. And this week, this month, this year, hey, fuck it, this time, the guests on the live Sly Guy podcast are none other than Kieran Bartlett and Mickey Bartlett. On top of that, we'll have the live podcast, of course. We'll have some stand-up thrown in there too. And it's all a fun goosey time for everyone that just likes to let loose like a goose it's a bring your own event so the ticket price is 15 pounds you get to bring your own beer you get to bring your own booze your wine your buck fast bring whatever the hell you want it's on you but it's worth it the last one was was such a fun podcast it was a really great night um the podcast was appearing on patreon afterwards but you know it had to be edited because what goes on at live podcasts are pretty cheeky so you need to be there to see it tickets are on sale for that now and you can get them straight away by the link in the bio the sly guy podcast is brought to you proudly in association with fat bastard burger fat bastard burger in my opinion is the best burger takeaway in the country and hey if you think my opinion doesn't matter for shit it's a fact as well because fat bastard burger won the best takeaway burger in the country at the ni takeaway awards 2022 whether you like a fat bastard a porky fat bastard a cheesy fat bastard or indeed you may be crazy for cock fat bastard have you covered with delicious burgers that are both either meaty if you like a bit of meat or chickeny if you like a bit of chickeny and hmm if you're a little bit you know vegan and vegetarian they've got options for you as well all i'm saying is it's worth checking out come to the city of anger to see more than the ducks come to get a fat bastard burger on the high street in my beloved hometown of Bangor. And check Fat Bastard Burger out on social media as well. They've got Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the works. And if you're looking to get your first order in the app, download their bespoke app for 10% off your first order. And listen, it would be remiss of me to just be shouting out Fat Bastard Burger without shouting out their sister as well, Baby Adriano's Mexicanos, who, by the way, hmm, is now officially the best Mexican in the country 2022. So if you want, if you like Mexican food or you like burgers, get to 9 High Street in Banker. Check them out. Davey sent you. Davey recommends. The Sly Guy podcast is also brought to you in association 
with modest beer. Modest like myself, you know, they carved out their path. They developed their route right here in Hollywood County Down. But like much like myself, modest have grown. They've expanded and they've had to fly the nest and they're now elsewhere, but they're still making the most delicious beers, pilsners, lagers, stouts, whatever you want for you. And this is why I'm here to sing their praises because they won't do it themselves because, hey, they're modest by name and modest by nature. But if you want to support Modest and check them out, go to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk, where you can see not only their wide range of delicious beers, but also, hey, you can check out their pretty stylish merch as well. www.modestbeer.co.uk. And if you want to follow them on socials, their handle's simple and modest at Modest Beer. Guys, enjoy the show. I'm the Slag Guy. Hello and welcome to the Slag Guy podcast. You know what? We are keeping the ball rolling, people. Um, we wanted to showcase what we're all about here at the Slag Guy podcast whenever we have guest episodes over on Patreon. So we've decided to you know, do a few guest episodes for people to enjoy just generally. And this week I have a comedy juggernaut. I have one of my favourite comedians and one of my favourite guys, Paddy McDonnell, on the show. People have been asking to get Paddy on the show. And listen, if you ask, you will receive. So this week's episode features my friend and yours, the legend that is, Paddy McDonnell. Enjoy the show. There you go. Well, Paddy, was crack? That's happening. Just okay. before, we were just starting talking there before we, went, like, before we go anywhere about the chat you and Willie had, the debate on mob blood. <laughs> we need to weigh into that. Well, you were telling me Willie's view... Is, is what when it comes to well Willie's what basically happened was to give the story for your, for your listeners yeah. I've had a lot of young fellas approach me uh-huh. okay. and, and send me dick pics and even though it's well known that I'm married mm-hmm. and have kids right is there some vibe you're giving off that I, I don't, don't see? know yeah. I don't know and I, I, do you know what I'm actually surprised about it because like the guy what happened was the guy in the bath basically was rubbing my back and then invited me into the toilets mm-hmm. and I was like I don't do coke. just a random guy yeah, yeah I'd right never okay. met him before um, but apparently he had sent me photographs on thing which I found a message request after right so this guy um, says to me do you want to come in in a young early 20s similar to Willie in a sense mm-hmm. real good looking young fella like, do you know what I mean yeah so not that similar to him and I was good yeah and that <laughs> doesn't look like Willie at all right but it was one of them ones, like tall, handsome, young fella. Do you know, uh-huh. one of them ones, if you've seen him in the gym, you go, fuck up, birds love him. So he invited me in the toilets. I says, I don't do coke. And he says, no, it's not for coke. And I says, well, what do you want me to go in the toilets for? And he went, what do you think? And I went, I don't know, that's why I'm asking. And I don't get asked to go in the toilets that much. Yeah. And he was like, well, we can go in there and see what happens. And I says, well, normally I go in there and have a shade or go to a place. <laughs> and he says, well, I'm not into that. And I says, well, what are you talking about? And he says, I we we'll go in there and somebody can suck something and I went I'm not gay and he went none of the fellas I go with are gay and I went are you raiding them and he went yeah are you sucking their dick are they sucking it? yeah and I went well then they're gay it doesn't matter if they're married and have kids they're yeah. gay if yeah. they have them tendencies they're gay yeah. I just I'm not gay yeah. and here's me I've nothing against it not one bit there's loads of friends who's gay and it's just not me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And what was Willie saying that that's... Willie's saying that you can sleep with another fella, be married, sleep mm-hmm. with another fella, and it's not gay. No. Well. And I, 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 look, it's, it's a debate. That's maybe my point of view. But uh-huh. what I said to him was, it's like my dad goes into my man and goes, I don't drink, but he'll have fucking two pints a week. 
he yeah. fucking drinks alcohol. Yeah. But he, he goes, I'm not, a, I'm not a drinker. Yeah. You drink. Yeah. You, you have a drink. It's yeah. like somebody's saying they don't smoke, but they smoke. Mm-hmm. It, it's, 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 if you do it, you do it. And that's yeah. it. And there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But what I was just sort of saying to that fella was, if you're sleeping with these fellas, then yeah. they're gay. See, I remember I did a, did a course in work. Um, it's conversion therapy. No, I did, a, I did a course in work, and it was like about like you know all the correct terms for like LGBT. Yeah. In work and, and how you did it. So part of the the course was you had to fill out the f- a form at the start. How, what what are you heterosexual? Blah blah. There's so many different variations. I remember asking the question to the guy because one of the the terms on the the form was man who has sex with men. So there was there was gay on that, but then separate to that was man who has sex with men. I says, see that? And he goes, yeah. That does gay not cover that? And he goes, no. And and you know you sort of you go you're a you're a grown up, but you sort of turn into a child again because I couldn't get my head around it. I yeah. Going, but surely that? And he goes, no, because there's some men out there who would not say they're gay, but they would have sex with men. I was going, but does it? It doesn't matter if that's what they say or not. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, listen, some people don't. Like, some people... I like an alcoholic going to the AA meetings and going, listen, I'm not an alcoholic, but I get blacked all the time. Yeah. And I have a real issue. Yeah. Like, I need to get up in the morning and have a bit of drink in me. Yeah. It, 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 and it's... I'm not taking away from anybody, yeah. but it is what it is. Yeah, I just I just think we're, we're, of the, we're that previous generation, Paddy. I think we're like, you know, it's a bit more... Yeah. Straightforward, nice, very right fluid, and that's dead. cool. But I find yeah. it really strange because a lot of people go to me, Oh, you must get loads of attention from ladies. No, no, not really. Mm. And <laughs> men, yes, yes, and young men. And it, yeah. it's like, like I, I, sh- I would show a picture, and, and girls would go to me, Jesus Christ, these gorgeous. Like, and I'm mm-hmm. going, I don't, I don't, but it's not, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I don't get it. I don't know where it's came from. I don't know if I've given off some fame. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was just saying, oh, you're 100% what I go after. Like, married, beard, wee belly. And I was going, fuck me. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I just keep an eye out on my shows as well. Just yeah. Keep, I keep my eyes peeled for this I mean, guy. you're your yeah, prime yeah. fucking <laughs> Angus beef friend. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's wild, like, because like, I remember saying to, to my wife at some point, I was like, at the start, I was like, see if I, if I was, like, if I could be one thing before, you know, I was married, I wish it was gay. Because, like you say, the amount of attention I get from fellas, like when I was single, mm-hmm. like fuck, you know, you, I'd clean up. Like they're like you're a big girl and all. I always, I always, even when I was thin and younger, I always had. And at that stage, it was always older men. Yeah, would try and, mm-hmm. and here's me. What am I giving off? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. genuinely, am I giving off something? Because I don't, I don't think I talk like it, or but I don't know. There's just something in the the try and chase you for it, and you're yeah. going, what the fuck. But I mean, I say about the ladies, like, I don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. But Andrea came to one of my shows in the lame night in January, and literally two girls were standing talking as she came over to me. Yeah. And one of them, one of them said, We were just watching you on stage, or even though you have a bit of weight on you, me and her were saying we would raid you. And I was like, <laughs> Not very of kind. All the fuck. I know. Yeah. Well, uh, straight it. away, yeah. it wasn't very nice what they yeah. said, but of all the times, yeah. Literally that one time 
where somebody said something like that to me, mm-hmm. Andrew just happened to be here and she sort of just stirred and then your woman went, are you, are you his wife? And she went, no, and Andrew walked in the hall. And then Andrew says, why didn't you come straight away in? And I went, because I was sitting saying to you're yeah. not being very nice to me here. Yeah. Do you know, you want a photograph and you want this and you want that, but you're saying stuff like that to yeah. me. Here's me, it's not really impressing me. Yeah. And Andrew was like, you should have just walked away. And I went, you can't really do that. See, that, that, you have to address it. Yeah, that's also the thing too. I think that it's hard to explain to people that don't, like if people come to your shows, I want to, sp- you, you speak to them because, yeah. you know, I think we're, would be of the same elk that, if some you, you're grateful of them coming to see you, you know, yeah. and you like, say they're Even coming, they're you, fuck you know, <laughs> yeah. So do you know, like, the amount of people tell me, they go, "Do you know?" Like, and you've done it <laughs> that time we were in fucking in Copeland. Someone goes to me, "Do you know you're losing your hair?" I'm like, "I'm a fuck." Did I say you that? No, you said you just one day go. You know that stuff you can sprinkle on your head. It covers in the hair. Do you ever use that? <laughs> a spray. Yeah, like there's a spray you can get in, but I sweat. You see, so I put it in. It would just. It'd be run down my face. They look like something out of the grudge. You're a wrestler, you know. <laughs> it'd be fucking bad look. But tell you this, I did a, I did a, a bit of makeup there last week for a show I'm doing. I'm recording this week, and uh, they're making me into an alien. Mm-hmm. But they made me bald, and I'll suit it. You know, that's I mean, good. I tell you what, that's the, a good look. The bald head, that's gonna maybe, you know what? maybe be yeah. the new move. I'm not even joking. You know yeah. who you read me over when you showed me a photo? Who? Will Smith when he done the genie and <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. Tell you what, Ben, stick up a comparison photo there. Of ben, you really, and the really genie. do. Like, I, I, yeah. that's who you look like. You look good in that. I would actually go with that red look. See, maybe that's what it, because there's guys out there now. Next show, you'll be out there with a fellow <laughs> red paint. Do you want to come to the toilet, with me? <laughs> <laughs> like fuck's sake why does that guy dressed up as a genie yeah. <laughs> yeah, here. I give you something I give to rub three wishes. <laughs> lamp. rub my healthy <laughs> tendon uh, but people think it's people think stand up has this glamorous thing oh. they have no idea no. there's no glam in it at all no and I th- and see to the outside I, I, I've tried to say before and then when I started going Catherine at the start I said I'll oh, come to this gig she was all like, oh, this is going to be cool. And then it's just like four fellas sitting in a dingy wee mop room being like, all right, what are you up to? Sitting on top of kegs yeah. if you're looking. <laughs> you know, just having a fucking Diet Coke and sitting there being like, well, what are you talking about tonight? Oh, fucking. And then, see, yeah. I'm way home here after this. You know what's... And normally me with my autism flying out of me starting to bang and stuff. <laughs> Remember the time I came back in Copeland I was down about to go on to start the night I heard a bang in the window looked up. You're there with a bicycle helmet on. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Oh, but it's like someone is saying about there should be uh, something done, like a, a documentary behind the scenes. But I said that would be boring. You know, see the amount of stuff that would be boring. I you made a documentary. I could would be boring, but see in the same sense too. Like I remember Shane saying to me, "Fucking this room," and he says to me about um, like the stuff that I talk about off yeah off stage. Like you should start doing it, and it's now that I can the likes of the bumper stories and stuff uh-huh. like that that's came out. I've all came out because a lot of you guys were saying to me, you need to do ad stuff yeah. on stage. But I was going, how much of this people going to believe? But mm-hmm. no, the people do believe it. Some don't like them. But you know what I mean? It's it's them true stories that people seem yeah. to love. That's what I, I've certainly found is like, whenever people are, you tell the real, the relatable stuff and the real, like my last show I did, my opener and my closer were just two things that just actually happened. Obviously you ham them up a bit for the sake of stand-up, but the first one was, I was going out, for night and the, my baby shit in the bath and that was the first time she'd ever shit in the bath and I was not knowing what to do with it so that became a, a, the opener of my last show and then my closer was a bit about my mum thinking it died when I was mm-hmm. out walking the dog she thought I was looking terrible one day and I, 
and went out to walk a dog and he wasn't come back and I lay down to pretend to be dead and she came out to and walk a dog and thought and just saw me from a distance lying flat down the ground two great thought, bits better you know so it was and, and I've noticed that about you and your stand up like since you've got married and have kids mm-hmm. it, it's because a lot of you weren't married and had kids yeah. whenever I was doing it all and then now you are all coming till the four and doing it and yeah. I was going well that's all the stuff I was doing yeah Back then, because I thought that's more what people could relate to, I didn't really think people would relate to me doing genre or stuff like uh-huh. that. But it doesn't have to be genre. Everybody, whether they've worked in an office or fucking anywhere, yeah. have worked with a lunatic like Bumper yeah. or came across a person like that. So I, I sort of went that way, but seeing you and Shane starting yeah. to do stuff about kids and stuff like that, or I mean, where you just didn't have kids for so long, uh-huh. and I was like, fuck. But see, that's, that's sort of been, for me, like the, the thing that's maybe kind of made me go fuck actually this because you know you write stuff you think people will like and then you get to the point where you just write the stuff you're like well I like this yes. and this is funny yeah. I think with the kids for me that was the stuff that I was like oh this is my best stuff it's yeah. the stuff since I've had the kids and again the relatable stuff like obviously I am a bit for the fucking misery and moaning and griping about the kids and the wife and all and that's you know not the way uh-huh. real life is but then you sort of go you don't want to come up and say how fucking great everything is people go well look at that so yeah, and then actually recently with the new show I'm doing, I had I'd thought I'm actually gonna maybe steer into the more day to day stuff and not so much just kids and yeah. and a wife. And I think it's it's you know it's definitely working and I'm enjoying like at the minute. I don't know whether that's because of COVID and having it taken away from me, mm-hmm. but I'm enjoying stand up more now yeah. than I, than I ever have been. Yeah, I think and we're even, all just glad know, to be back. Yeah, it? and I think it's like. Like I, I, one thing I do get fucking angry about is the scene we have here. Like I think it's such a good scene. I, I'm sort of going. Like, there's, there should be people screaming out to, to do something with this group of people that we have here at the minute. And I think if that's nothing's done, that's so it's an absolute crying shame. So I think it's, that's why we're going to try and push it. It's the healthiest I've seen it, and yeah. it's everyone. There's plenty of room for everybody, and everyone is doing different. Everyone is different in their own way, yeah. and that's what comedy's about. I mean, there could be 10 people that like me that don't go to your show, and mm-hmm. then there could be 10 people that go to your show don't go to my show, and yeah. then there could be a mix of fucking seven that do go. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just but one like, of them. And I think the variety's good over here. Yeah. Like, I've been to England, and I've gigged around it, and not so much Scotland, but I've gigged England, mm-hmm. and genuinely they don't have the, the variety that we have here. Yeah. They don't like... And I know people probably argue and say there's not enough women, but you yeah. know, it's it's the women that need to come out and start doing stand up yeah. and, and get good at it. We have Diona, which we're very yeah. great act. Trees is a great act. Um, even Sarah Jade is is a good act. So yeah. it's one of them ones where people go, oh, "You don't have ready before," because yeah. I'm just realising. You know what? It's, it. uh, like I think a lot of that's too down to like a numbers game as well. There's just yeah. there's say you have a hundred fellas doing stand up for every couple of girls, and yeah. you know if we can do something that encourage there to be more you know yeah. absolutely did i uh, will go for that like you but look the, at like but our the same sense they can't walk in and just yeah. expect to get on an ulster hall show with you yeah. do you know what i mean that's yeah. not going to happen i mean there's fellas i know who have started stand up and i can't offer them yeah to come on my ulster hall show because yeah. they've only started doing stuff that's that's something i think's definitely it, it's, it's, I, it's a bit it's a wee bit of a problem yes it's great and it's open for people but I think what if you're starting off, you have to still cut your teeth. Yeah. You know, you can't. Yeah. You know, I think that's maybe one of the like. I would say at the minute, you you probably know more than me for this, but 
I think the fact the scene's doing so well because there's the, there's not that bitchiness that there once was. Yeah. There's not the yeah. like the backstabbing. We're all it's all that. Like, you know, let's, we all go we'll, on each yeah. other's podcasts. We all go to each other's shows. We also somebody rings up. Can you do yes? Can do yeah. that? And that was what was missing probably yeah. before COVID. And I think COVID's made us all go. Oh, hold on a wee minute. Yeah. And um, yeah, and the scene is healthy. And the, I don't feel a threat from any of the comedians. I actually go to myself, and when I speak to mm-hmm. people who's maybe putting me in the path I'm going we need this to happen and they're yeah. like well you're offering work to other comedians and I'm like "Yeah, I need the other comedians to be doing it like a, a typical sample on that match in the venue but I done a gig there recently and it could just be my gig every month if I want yeah. and I turn around and I says no you need to get somebody on yeah. here and then we'll alternative and, and they were like but then you're giving away and I says I don't care it, it's, it's about mm-hmm. keeping that going I'm going to myself there's another gig that could potentially be once a month for us all yeah. And it needs to be variety every month so that people keep coming back. Yeah. Because you just... I've seen so many comedy clubs just put the same acts on over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. and then they wonder why they're not getting the numbers or they wonder why, you know, it stops. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. Like, I think as well, too, with new gigs coming up, if they're, if people are running them in a way that they work well with the, the venue, like, for example, we did The Strand there last last couple of Fridays ago was you, me, Willie and Diona and the Strand they came to me initially and said do you want to run a podcast and I said yeah because I did one there a couple of years ago and it you know, didn't draw numbers it was when I was doing, doing Boy Town it was, it was a bit of a bit of a shambles our fault rather not the venue and they said no we're, we're looking to try to bring more and I went in and saw the venue I was like this is cracking you know, can I say uh-huh. when I was on stage I didn't want to come off yeah. like every act came off so yeah. the exact same and thing. it was brilliant and see like for a venue like that the, the staff were 10 out of 10 they ran it brilliantly the The night was great and it, and it was a bit different because yeah. it's an old theatre and I'm, I'm now looking at doing the next one and again for me if I'm booking a show I'm like right if I'm doing it here I want to make sure every act is of a level that that's worth the money yeah. you know so, and because I think people, that's you don't want people to go well fuck I was born at 10-15 minutes he was on or yeah. whatever and don't get me wrong you're not going to genuinely cover all the bases but mm-hmm. if all the acts are good yeah, people can appreciate that there's a certain quality to it and as mm-hmm. you say it's just getting to the stage now where if a venue comes to you there has to be a proper budget there yeah. a proper realistic th- view on uh, marketing it getting yeah. people in the door and I think the good thing about the acts now on the scene is people know who we all are. Mm-hmm. So genuinely, they're, whereas before COVID, I had 2,000 followers on my Facebook and I'd done a comedy night and people would come up the after and go, here, tell you what, I hadn't yeah. heard of you before, but I'll definitely come and see you and they never do. Yeah. Whereas now, like from Willie, Diona, me, you, Shane, Colin, fucking, I mean, mm-hmm. I could name 20 acts that most people know. Yeah. And, uh, it's really healthy so people are coming out and wanting yeah. to see it see that's the thing I think like you're saying about the podcast going on different podcasts mixing it in it's the, that's rather than a you know firing it it's everyone's so like if like if say you were at one of my gigs people be like fuck he's great I'll follow him or I want one of your gigs be like oh I like him I'll follow him yeah. and then they can get into the stuff yeah. and again I think it's different enough too the different the podcasts are varied enough that you can have different guests on and talk about different, different things, different things. Yeah. and I think you know it's great and again hopefully now there'll be opportunities in the next wee while like with things happening like if you know again touch wood if anything further comes to the blap I did with Willie that you know first thing we'd be doing is say like, how can we put you know some of these 
local acts into here because yeah. not based on oh there's nepotism or the friends based on the fact they're fucking brilliant and people need to see it yeah well the great you know? thing too about you and Willie writing and stuff because like, I don't put that much to if somebody approaches me whether it be the mm-hmm. BBC or whatever and they come to me and say will you write this BBC Scotland came to me before and I wrote yeah. sketches so I don't really do what Lexi like, so you and Willie's doing so you have made a name for yourselves now mm-hmm. with what you've done there on that TV programme so there's things in my head and I go fuck do you know what I should go and say cause I've approached you before and I was yeah. like I think we should do a thing fucking to do with this or yeah. you know me and you playing bouncers or do you know yeah. there's so many things that I had said to different people yeah. and I see the comedy sometimes I don't write it down yeah. but it's made me start to go well Maybe I need to start yeah. writing that. Contact Dave, contact Kieran, Willie, yeah. Shane, and say, "Listen, I have this idea. What do you think of it?" I'm gonna throw it in somewhere and see. Yeah, you know. See, that's the thing. I think I've been sort of looking more to at like, sort of like Northern Ireland screening things, uh-huh. like their short films. Because I was sort of they're sort of a stand up. If you come up with an idea and go, "Fuck, that's funny." When you're like, "Shit, it won't work as a, yeah. a bit of stand up." Could it work as a sketch, or could it fit sort of in somewhere else? Like, there's a few wee bits. I always remember a fellow I worked with, and he was really funny. Sort of, you know, a, a classic Belfast man. You know, mm-hmm. real old school fella. You know, loved loved his paper, loved the bookies, loved the paint. You know, just a. And he always, he, every day, he would sort of say, you know, he'd get us up, put the paper on the arm, go to the toilet, and be like, right, lads, I'm for an Eric McKnight, and that line always stuck to me so in the blap as the, yeah. the granny goes I need an Eric McKnight it was uh, sort of like a wee yeah. nod to him like you know things, and, yeah. and it's it just stuff that made you laugh yeah so the yeah. wee things like that that make you laugh that maybe you're like fuck that's not funny enough to put a bit on it but as a wee throwaway line here there it's, it would there work was people well. used to call it a read and write yeah but there was an actual shop on Clifton <laughs> Clifton Street <laughs> yeah and the saying was read and write uh-huh. and people called it a read and write yeah. and I remember like <laughs> My dad used to go, I'm going for a reading right? And I used to go, where the fuck did this come from? Yeah. And we were driving up Clifton Street, the van. My dad says, where's the door? And I looked, it was above the door. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, why has nobody got a photo of this on yeah. fucking Facebook? And I took a photo and put it up. And the buildings and I knocked down. But yeah. the sign was reading right? And it was fucking, here's me, what a name for a fucking business. Like, yeah. it was like a printer or something. I don't know. <laughs> But I thought it was class, so that's where it came from. Yeah. And here's me, fuck reading, right? So there's, there's stuff, there's lots of stuff I see, but the likes of that time, BBC Scotland, uh-huh. the sketches I wrote, if they had done them as actual visual sketches, yeah. it would have been amazing. See, that's some, I think sometimes that's the maybe what the problem is between getting stuff done to what, like, I think you sometimes have to make stuff how it's, it is, yeah. you know, and sometimes whether it's budget or, or maybe content reasons, they change it. And then it, when it comes out the end, it's maybe not what it's meant to be. So I think there needs to almost be a bit. Now, I do think that like locally, I think the tide's on on its turn. I mm-hmm. think they're they're opening up the yeah. you know to new projects, yeah. and I think you know the people in in BC North Ireland at the minute are, are great, and I think that it's yeah. hopefully now we can get something across the line. Well, or I mean, I done a thing with you, Moan. It was only a talk. Yeah. But I mean, from that, like they came back to me and they were like, "Look, this was only meant to be five minutes." Yeah. He's recorded for an hour. We're going to put mm-hmm. yours out. Yeah. On its own. Yeah. Do you know? So and I was like, right, okay. So now he's a realizing that there's a bit of th- shit. Yeah. There was Jim Owen turn around and say, "Tell him well, this guy's great." I, you know, that's the yeah. first time he really sit down and have a. Go. He says, "Why is he not doing more stuff for you?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's great whenever a bigger act says that too. Yeah. And then, I mean, you just have to see the comments on William of Orange. Yeah deal 
I keep saying yeah. it wrong. But see, that that's the thing. The thing about that too. Everyone, I've got a few comments going. Why is it not called Orangefield? It was. It was. That was the initial kind of. You know, but that's that's look. That's fair. But it it's, was. It's, it's the way it goes. Yeah, it's the way it goes. But, but uh, no, I mean, I, and one of the my favorite comments I seen on it was somebody wrote, "I'm a Fenian." And yeah. I loved it or something, do you know, it was yeah. that and I was like, That's the fucking thing. Like the yeah. messages I get and the people of there's people follow me uh-huh. and are friends with me and they shouldn't be. Uh-huh. Like if you look <laughs> down the best thing that ever happened, right? Uh-huh. And how I sum things up. I always done well when I went in until even when I done the gigs for the UDA or went in until a Protestant or yeah. and done a gig. They loved it. Yeah. The fucking loved it, and I went. I have more followers and more success yeah. in them areas, right? And we were doing Port Rush, and a guy stopped me mid gig. Huh? I'm like, mate, I'm up here in the caravan from the shangle. Can I just say something to you? <laughs> and I says, I'm in the middle of my set. Yeah. And he went, No, I need to say this. And I was like, Go. And he went, You're the most Protestant Fenian I know. <laughs> yeah. And I went, mate, I'm not. Yeah. And he went, no, you fucking are. Yeah. And I went, how many Fenians do you know? None. Yeah. <laughs> right? So yeah. that's my point. It was, Yeah. he now sees that fuck, Fenians aren't that much different from us. Yeah. From when you're doing stuff, whether it be about kids or fucking growing up. Yeah. Yes, I supported Sally. He supported Rangers. Yeah. But he's going to himself, fuck, he's not that much different from me. Yeah. And I, I was like, like, literally what I lived, the other side of the wall from yeah. him from where he was from the shagger so practically if there wasn't a wall we were neighbours yeah do you know what I mean and, I, and that's what I love about it I love yeah. the fact that that went out there and people watched it from yeah. my community and was See, like that was brilliant that was the thing I think about it and sort of my sort of why I look at things is like because I'm from mixed marriage I have grown up both sides uh-huh. of like, and again I was sort of more so on my mum's my side so I would have spent like a lot of my 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 childhood going up the points past where she's from yep. so we're up there in and around that community and everything and she lived right beside a, a Gaelic pitch and everything and you'd sort of be watching that and seeing the goings on and you just I always saw not never necessarily the the act or the behaviour or the, the, the sport or whatever it was always the community around that and I was yep. always kind of drawn into you know no matter what you might see something that's different to you like again with the bonfires I knew nothing about bonfires growing mm-hmm. up nothing it was only through work that I ended up sort of working with community groups and again my perception of bonfires was always what you saw in the media it was like it was always like a fucking negative hate filled thing whereas around the build up to it there's a lot of buzz about communities and it's not never about the hate and the blab until the yeah, day so, yeah, you so, know? Act so yeah. I always like, like and I listen, think as that's I similar say, as you I know? say like if I grew up in the shangle I'd have been doing what people yeah. do in the shangle I'd probably supported Rangers and more than likely would have been involved in Bonfire and more than likely probably involved in marching yeah it, it's it's I can see where you know so I don't like Bonfires yeah because of what it does I see yeah, what it's course. done within the, the, the Catholic communities uh-huh. and that's why they get rid of them and the, they got the feeling and it was a festival and that's uh-huh. brilliant but at the same sense I'm not going to stand up and go you should not fucking have the Bonfire yeah you know, my attitude to it would be, well, why don't we try and find something but, that, that's, but that's I think I think you, you touched on, I think, bang on, is like the, it's the people who maybe aren't associated on the ground with both sides. You know, yeah. politicians, higher-ups are the ones that create the, the issues. Whereas if you were to take, if you said that didn't experiment, you took a bunch of people, said, right, you, you're not, you're not 
belly and you're not shown. You take your names away, you're just numbers. You can't talk about your background. You just go and have a pint, I guarantee. Well, they get on the crack. They're the best to crack, you know. I was talking about it the other day and I says, if you met Jamie Bryson, because when I met him, he was fucking yeah. sound. And he apologised for all the negative things he said about me. And I went, mm-hmm. well, you know, I'm not going to chase him up yeah. on Twitter anymore. You know, we spoke mm-hmm. about it and we've came out the other side. Do you agree with his politics? No, yeah. 100% don't. Do I think I could sit and have a paint with him or play on the yeah. same football team? Probably. Yeah. Do you know, and there's a lot of that should happen and mm-hmm. it doesn't. But it, I think but it see, just, it's a bit under... It's and class too, that's another thing. Because yeah. I found working with certain politicians very uppity. You know, and we'd look down, and you're going, you're not you know. But that's what I say is that I, I would say to a lot of Protestant friends that I have, and I would say, you don't really have anybody that represents yeah. you that actually. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, although people will probably slobber, but I watch some of the Sinn Fein activists, right? Some yeah. of them in West Belfast, and genuinely they run youth clubs, mm-hmm. and they're planting flowers and painting over graffiti, and that's hands on community work. Mm-hmm. So I praise them for it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if there was a lot more of that on like Shaggle or some of the MRS where their politician that represents yeah. them could be some, I could be wrong here, maybe there is people from there but they don't get voted in or something, but the, you need people that's fighting in your corner. And yeah. the thing that I've said to Protestants is, if there is funding for a festival, it's going mm-hmm. to be their views too because part of the Good Friday Agreement is mm-hmm. it has to be equal. But see, part of that too, what the difference is, is I think a lot of sort of unionist and loyalist communities and community work, the work there is great. You know, the work they do is is brilliant, but there's a there's a gap between them and the politicians. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So the people are doing the work, yet voting in people have nothing to do with that. So you look at, you so look at say someone... people in the loyalist yeah. areas... They're not getting voted in, so they mm-hmm. don't have access to the funds, or they don't have access to these grants, or they but don't, you or they don't have somebody telling them, this is what you could yeah. be getting. So they're getting left behind. And that's what I say. I say like, there's what 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 does does they say the bonfire builder in the street have in common with a a DUP MLA or something? Well, Do you know what I mean? And that's and that's no. where the gap lies, you know. Well, and I sure. think, you know, nowadays I just think we should look at day to day, you know the. the Price of fucking everything's through the roof. Let's 100%. do that. percent. And then I worry you know, more about because it'll hit home whenever yeah. you have somebody's laying on a bed and a fucking car door in the royal. Yeah. Or somebody's granny or aunt is sitting in a house and she doesn't have coal for yeah. the fire or fucking heat and oil. That worries me more than fucking yeah. shit that's going on on top of that. Let's mm-hmm. sort that out first. But of course, it's just the yeah. way it is. I mean, because that's that's one thing that I I always I lo- the job I did when I was worked as community cohesion. I worked, um, it's covered sort of south and east Belfast and north Belfast. And it was just like, I, I love going into all the community houses, you know, having cups of tea, sitting down, having the crack. Like some of the funniest, funniest stories is just from we women in the community. Yeah. You know, having, having the crack. And they don't you know, even and mean to be funny. Oh, no, because I remember one day I was up in, it was in Whitewell. And, you know, they're sort of just on, on the interface with the White City and stuff. And it's, it's one of the only community groups that are, Cross yeah. community and they're they're a great group. Like I really love those guys. And I remember one day to get into their office for the meeting, their like boardroom, you had to walk through like the wee, wee kitchen area. So the kitchen area was always where there was a wee pensioners woman women's group. I remember one day I went up, finished the meeting, was coming as I was coming downstairs, they were talking about some wee fella from the community. She goes, See he's got he your fucking so and so's opened the shop and uh, the other woman goes, 
him a fucking shopkeeper he goes he's not not a shopkeeper he's nothing but a bastard like that and they're all he's like, going fuck he is a bastard and they're all fucking 80 year old women and I swear I came down in Belém and they're all calling this fella a bastard as soon as I came down and they're like well love how are you going down so like, oh, no, I'm alright like you know, we're, we're so funny you. and then it's just that sense of humour we, we old women have like they, they don't they don't bite their tongues no you know don't like I remember back. I hadn't seen one for a few months went down she goes oh you've been good to yourself pat on the tummy I said you cheeky you know, you? Well, so oh, they're so so funny, and I think that's like that's what I would like to see more of. You know, like working working class, just just banter, capture that. You know, and I think yeah. that's that's the humour. I remember so. standing at the top of Waydrop, I was black taxi, and there was a fella walking down the Waydrop. There was a fella walking up, and this fella was standing with a tin of beer smoking, uh-huh. and there was another fella walking down. Two fellas, probably in their twenties, and the woman with a tin of beer goes, "Yo, dickhead, where are you going?" And he turned around and looked and went, I'm going to the fucking leisure centre with my fucking bag. Where do you think I'm fucking going and wearing a tracksuit? And he went, I didn't know where the fuck you were. I thought you made to get fucked out of the house. And he went, what the fuck are you doing going to the leisure centre? He was, I'm going to train. Train? Fuck's sake, Wayne, you're fucking knackered. Are you fucking gay or what? And here he was, what do you mean I'm a gay? I'm going training. And oh, but you either have to be gay or fucking that right in the head to fucking do that. And took a big fucking thing of his, of his smoke of his fag and his fucking beer, and he went only fucking fucking idiots do that. And, he was, and I'm looking going, mate, you have no, you're standing yeah. at eleven o'clock in the morning with a tin of beer and a fucking fag to take away drug, slobbering about somebody going down there, and your man shouted, "You'd be do- ways doing something fucking about it." And he went, "Ask your fucking man." <laughs> and here's me, that's poetry, like yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> didn't have no more to say he's just like ask your fucking man <laughs> and I'm like he's uh, fucking torturing that fella who's actually trying, yeah, to, trying to do, do something, something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, well, no, I remember I had these two two hands now, this is the thing too I'm I'm out of work I'm technically on a career break so you know I have to, I have to be a little bit careful but I'm like hey who cares um, there's these, this couple I remember well they were like I had to go and see and the neighbours were complaining they're fucking blaring music and they're two headers um, for, for lack of a better term but they were both the, the couple, you know, you know the sort, both drinkers, this fella and a woman, they're fucking nightmare. And I went out to them, apparently they'd been painting the painting the wall outside their house or doing their house up and they painted like, you know, Man City blue, it's fucking that colour. And I got to the house and it was just like, you know it's just not just like fucking yes, there was no there yes. was no cohesion to the paint. It was yes. like for fuck's sake. So I knocked the door and went in. The guy opens the door, blocked, drinking harp, go upstairs, she's up there, blocked and there I remember looking around, it was just Things like weapons about the place. There's like a golf club or a fucking baseball bat here. I was going, fuck what's? I remember she just kept calling me Angel Dust, and it was the weirdest name. Like, what are you doing? She's like, well, Angel Dust, what's happening? No, I was like, oh, not much. Just you know, I said you are making a bit of noise. He goes, are you not allowed to have a bit of fucking fun, Angel Dust? No, and he goes, oh, we're just fucking trying to live our lives, mate. No, and I was like, all right. He goes, do you want a beer? And I'm like, nah, I can't, I can't stay. And it's like, but look, all the well say, just keep the noise down. If you get a chance tidy up a paint out the front the neighbours are saying you're fucking because it was quite a nice wee street yeah. and the neighbour like they're just saying you're fucking bringing a look at the area down yeah. and he goes mate I'll do that now for you sir don't you worry about it and she goes yes angel does that I'll do that for you now and um, I said right okay I go so as I'm I go get in the car I'm driving back like this was only about 10 minutes from the, the office I'm driving back phone, phone rings it's my boss and he goes 
what have you done? And I say, what do you mean? He goes, you may get back that house. He says, why? He goes, you went there to complain about noise and they paint the house. So the two of them were out in the street knocking each other out with tins of paint. So the two of them have gone out to paint the house. Block and ended up having a fight and he's bucking paint over and the two of them are digging each other in the street. Just man city paint all over the ground. He goes, you've got to make that ten times worse. So yeah, both of them ended up, I think, getting lifted that day. But it was, and then we saw one of the one of the photos that they'd taken and her, just her face all covered in paint was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life but yeah just the characters you see and you don't see you know that that funny you can't make it up it's just so people are so I, fucking I would then one day landlord I was doing work for this landlord and he gave me a key and he says uh, can you go and change two doors up the stairs in this house and I was like right okay and he says the girl of the house is 100% her son's a rabbit <laughs> and he punched these doors in and I said give me the money to get them changed yeah go and change the doors and I went into the house opened the door mm-hmm. and I had my cordless with me yeah. and a bag of tools and I came up the stairs and I looked and I seen the bathroom door had a fist to it and I yeah. seen the bedroom door had a fist to it and I went I'll take this one off first so I set the bag of tools down I was wearing a monkey hat right yeah. <laughs> a shealy who the tap it was winter Yeah. and I opened the door and fucking well, do you ever see if you open a door and a rat is somewhere and it fucking yeah. tries to squirm? And this fucking guy jumped out the back window uh-huh. of the room. Then yeah. the room was in darkness. I opened the door and he jumped out the back, and all I heard was just a thump. Yeah. So <laughs> out the back of the, the house, you probably know them, but there was like a, an outdoor toilet. It wasn't an outdoor toilet, it was a, a wee extension yes. out the back, which a toilet was in, the wee yeah. back square. He jumped on that, but there was moss on the roof, yeah. so he went sliding, and then fell down. And I looked out, and he was wrapped around like the whirly bird yeah. in the garden, <laughs> in his boxers. Yeah. And he's just looking up, and I went, are you alright? And he went, as if you give a fuck. And I went, why did you jump out the window? And he says, you're not here to shoot me. Yeah. And I went, I'm here to fix that door. <laughs> and he went, fuck you, man, I thought you were here to shoot me. And I went... Well, is there somebody looking to shoot you? He says, oh, I have to go get my knees done at Sam the clap my <laughs> And I just went, holy <laughs> fuck. Like, so I'm in the house and he came in. Yeah. He was fucked like he was in yeah. some shape. And here he was, I think you've wrecked my leg. And I went, she's yeah. not going to get shot in any alley. Yeah. And here was, I suppose. <laughs> and I filled the two doors and fucking, I was just like, Jesus Christ. And I, out the back fucking window, bump yeah. straight down, fucking whipped himself out. Oh, I'm getting shot tonight. Like uh, as calm as you like, yeah. like you know what I mean? No, that's fucking brilliant. Like see that 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 it's the 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 attitude about being shot. Like, I remember as a fella who fucking total wing nut in this state he'd gone, he put a brick through his fella's window who was well well to do in, in the boys and I think he his dad was associated with another group and uh he was his dad was told, right, you need to bring him for an appointment and he goes Nah, I'm not doing it. And they're like, well, we'll come bring you too. And he goes, ah, no sweat. And then they brought him. You know, brought his son. He's like, well, I'm not fucking getting me done. So uh, bring both of them. Now the son, he ended up being like, he just like you said, total rocket. Like the guy had no. So see, he was like in the, in the hospital, fucking giving it this. No, see, bastard shot me. Wait till I get out again. He did the same thing again. Cut out once he walk in. See, breeze block through the same window. It's just a different mindset entirely. It's wild. Crazy. Obviously, you know. and I know some crazy horses, but that one there, he was like, "Can you not fuck and like let me know you were coming?" <laughs> and I was like, "You're not even mad to be in the house." Yeah, the true. landlord doesn't even know you're here. 
He's with both his ankles done just for part of the measure. Well, like the window. Yeah. I've never met you before. <laughs> what, what, what do you want me to do? Put him in the bebo or something? Oh no, there's but uh, that's that's the one thing I miss. See the crazy the crazy stories you see. Like I remember as a fellow we had and like he was an alcoholic, but the neighbours were playing like they're living in terrace row of terrace houses and I guess cause he go, like, someone rings me up and goes this fucking bastard keeps lighting a chimney in his fucking bedroom and it's fucking smoking over the flat side so I went around his house knock the door and the door was ajar so I poked it open and I looked inside and there was just blood like fuck it looked like a, something out of a horror movie and I was like oh fuck what's happening here so I rang my boss and I was like here this house is like fucking <coughs> blood me. everywhere and she was oh. and she goes I said should have phoned the police she goes no just go in and make sure Something's not happened and he needs help immediately. He might need an ambulance or something. Like that. Fuck. And that guy's only a kid at the time, so I, I shit myself going through his house. I got in the living room, looked about, just blood everywhere. I walked in the hall, blood everywhere. I was like, fuck me, down the stairs and all. And then I went up the stairs and looked in the bathroom, just peered through. I was just paint, red paint, he just tins of red paint. He just obviously fucking dropped all over the place. And then I could smell the smoke from the, the chimney being on. I went in this bedroom, he's just lying there beside chimney with a thing of stew on top of the chimney, and he's just blocked in the bed, boke all down the side of the bed. Jesus I just had to go, all right, and left him. And that was fine. I went there and I was in court a couple of days later with another case and I said to my boss the housing officer to go out to check on this fella because obviously we're following up on him wrecking the place and she goes um, can't can't send her out by herself this fella because he's, he's wild can you go with him I said I can't I'm out of court here so can you go said to my manager he goes right I'll go out out there went to the door and the door was locked the house and all he said you can't get in the fella's mom was there she can't, can't get into him and she unlocked the door and went up and the guy was dead so not Jesus not Christ. not from when I saw him, but you know yeah, after that. But so my boss rang me. He goes, "You're one wee bastard." And I said, "What do you mean?" He goes, "The one day you send me out of fucking, he's he dead. says he's on the ambulance, and they're like, can you give him CPR?'" And he's like, "We fucking stone cold, like you know." Oh, no. And he, and he was like, "You're one wee cunt." And he said, "Call me on the other side. You're a wee bastard." And all. There's some there's some things that just I uh, the best one when I was taxiing there was this guy I used to pick up always on the drink and he lived in a hostel at the bottom of the way drug road. And used to pick him up from the top of the way because yeah. he was obviously from that estate. But then he was in this hostel, yeah. right? So I pick him up and he get in, and he was a guy in his fucking early fifties, and he fucking spoke like that. There, no man. So he'd open the door and he would see me, and he would go, "Ah, our kid, what's a crack?" Because I would give him. Whereas your drivers would be nasty with him, right? Yeah. Whereas I went. There's no point being nasty with him mm-hmm. because he gets nasty. Yeah. So if you're alright with him, yeah, he's alright. He never had enough money. Yeah. It always was 20 or 30p, which wasn't the yeah. lot, so I used to go, I let him out of it. So I picked him up this night. I didn't know it was him, and what happened was I pulled up this house in turf, and he came out the say door and crawled <laughs> along, right? And he had a wee tiny box in his hand. He was crawling, and he's blocked. So you ever yeah. picture somebody trying to be like, Somebody trying to be a ninja yeah. and they're not like a ninja whatsoever, right? His arse was up above the window and all and I was going, What the fuck, like there's a massive taxi at the front door and you're crawling and he came over and it took him ages to get up and he opened the door and he's like, Alright, you're kid and he was me, what are you whispering for? Know what it is, I feel fucking bad, I feel fucking so bad. Jesus, yeah. I feel bad, mate. And he was getting louder and I went, just fucking get in. Where are you going? He was go to the garage I feel fucking bad and I was like why do you feel bad and then I went to myself wonders he killed somebody in there yeah. or something do you know yeah. and I mean why do you feel bad he says oh fuck he says see that wee pie it was just wee tiny like a fucking pie in a box he says 
I was in there smoking away and fucking drinking away with my mate. We're all out of drink, we're all out of smokes. And I told him I didn't have money and I do, I'm going to buy figs now in the guides when we stop here. But he says, I went into his fridge because I'm fucking starving. And he says, that was all I was left. There was that and an empty carton of milk. And I went, right. And he says, I feel bad. I fucking took his last fucking thing he had to eat. I feel bad. Jesus, I feel... Hear me, but don't worry about it. Hear me, do you need to go to the garage? Oh, yeah, I go to the garage. So we pulled into the garage, and it was only the wee hatch open, right? Yeah. And I pulled right up against it, so he wasn't falling the yeah. place. And he gets out, and he's standing with your man, and he's going, Give us fucking... Give us fucking 20 fucking regal, and uh, you may give me a carton of milk. My mate didn't have any milk, and your mom's going. Fuck, he's away. He's away to get the milk, yeah. and he's standing talking to the window. And there's nobody already going. My mate didn't have any milk, so I'm not sure if I have milk. So it's just put it in my mind. Yeah. Give me a carton of milk. Give me a blue milk. Give me a blue milk. Blue milk. Why? And he's standing there, and next minute I heard this car pulling into the pedal station, uh-huh. and it was just like, like a big yeah. fucking stop. <clears throat> and I looked in my mirror like this. <clears throat> So I lifted up my phone, I don't know why I'd done it, and I hit record on it, mm-hmm. and just sat it down so it recorded the thing. I don't know what made me do it. Mm-hmm. And the next minute, fucking your man's standing up <coughs> in the window here, and fucking somebody just fucking licked the flies, fucking yeah. whoo, rugby tackled him. Yeah. And I looked, and he's down, and the bin was everywhere, and the uh-huh. two of them beating the fuck out of each other. And I went, fuck, that must be his mate. Yeah. From the house, he's yeah. realised he's took his <laughs> pie. <laughs> And your mom came to the windows looking at me going, where is he? And I went, yeah. down there. And he, yeah. he's going, I can't see. And I'm going, well, they're rolling about the crowd. <laughs> so the next minute he get up and your mom was lying there and he fucking hit him with a bin. Yeah. And your wee mom was just lying there. <laughs> and he get up and he get into the taxi and he was, drive, drive, drive. And he me, what about your fi- fuck, a fix, fuck, everything, just get out of here. And he me, who the fuck's that? And here he was, I don't know. <laughs> and I went was that not your mate that you stole the pack yeah. from no fuck no here's me well who was it here he was I don't know him but see I don't know that kid but at the same sense I do know him and here's me <laughs> do you know him or not he says I don't I knew his family I don't know him directly mm-hmm. he's just one of them people he's too far ahead of the posse <laughs> and I was laughing like fuck because he kept saying he's too far ahead of the posse yeah. and I'm going what the fuck like? and he's going know what it is see your on there and all that or fucking like what a fuck I seen him in the bar two weeks ago and I said something and maybe I shouldn't have said it but fuck me he took a bar and here he was I don't even know how he knew I was in the garage I mean nearly I mean, but I genuinely <laughs> thought are you sure it's not him with the pie yeah. no it's not him with the pie he says my day can't get much worse fuck me I've no money I've no figs now no milk <laughs> no fucking nothing no milk no trick <laughs> and here's me you made half milk he says I made half milk you yeah. made me right it was bad milk because my mate didn't have fucking honey on his thing and here he was with no fags left no drink no fucking nothing and I'm late getting into the hostel here I'm going to get pulled ah fuck my day can't get any worse at least getting out and say the fucking fur was 470 yeah. he says a 420 and here's me tell you what just give me 4 quid you're a wee fucking gentleman this day can't get any worse but you've made it that wee bit better hear me well I'm sorry I'm going to fucking ruin your fucking brain here, here. He goes, why hear me because see when you were in the guys I looked at your pal it's about 2 months out of date <laughs> <laughs> and I had to drive away because I loved him. He was just stopping the pad to fall through a No way! <laughs> 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 
but I had it recorded my phone. And see, I says to somebody, let them listen. <laughs> the fella, the, the devil, listen to that. And he went, fuck me, Paddy. And it's funny as fuck. Like, and here's me, unbelievable. Like, see if somebody, see if I recorded punters and was in the taxi and he yeah. got it animated. Yeah. It would be, see, oh, his fucking, yeah. he's too far ahead of yeah. it <laughs> He was just stand screaming. My day can't get any worse. Oh my god! I'm sorry to wreck it for you, but don't pay. You stole your mates two months out of date. That's why I was still sitting there. But it is fucking mad. People that you meet, like, but see when I was texting, the people I met was fucking unreal. We guy get in one day and he says, "Here, mate, can you get an STD off a toilet seat?" And what I fuck went, are you gonna know? <laughs> I went, mate, I'm not too sure about that. Here's me, but I'm sure if you were rubbing your willy about it or stuff, yeah. and something was there, maybe you can't. Oh, but then how about a girl get it off a toilet seat? And I went, no idea. Yeah. But it's I'm literally a taxi driver, and he was like, no, it was just in my doctor or like, and uh, you see, she fucking she caught it off. She told me she caught it off the toilet seat, the Thompsons. Yeah. And then yeah. I had to go up here yeah. and see the doctor. And like, uh-huh. I'm going to the doctor. Can you get this off a toilet seat or not? Yeah. And he was going, you need to speak to your girlfriend. Yeah. And he was going, why can you not just fucking tell me if you can get it or not? <laughs> yeah. And the doctor's going, you uh, just need to speak yeah. to your girlfriend. And then he's going, and then you're going. And I went. Do you want me to be honest with you? And he says, oh, and here's me. You definitely can't get it yeah. off the toilet seat. And definitely yeah. not of your girl. And here he was. Oh, I was thinking that. See, I said to her, know what she does? She goes in the top shop and all, tries on all their bikinis and all. And I said to her, don't do it. And I was going, are you fucking serious? Like, if you're believing her about the fucking toilet seat, yeah. and now you're fucking trying to make stuff up for it. And I was going, is he, is he that stupid mm-hmm. or is he just not wanting to face up to yeah. what the truth is here you know like she was a f- oh, she was out in Thompson's like and then she was at a party in the new lodge but now nah, she definitely didn't yeah. get it from her definitely putting them bikinis yeah. on and fucking thing oh, so and funny. I was just like you fucking stupid <laughs> bastard it, that's the type of people yeah. and the worst one all of them all which was quite sad was a wee man he was about 90 and he got into my taxi didn't say fuck all and the, the rain was flying down it was just depressing mm-hmm. And the taxi was all steamed up. And we got halfway in the journey and he turned around to me and went, Do you know why I waste the troubles was back? <laughs> and I'm looking out the window and I'm going, What? And I says, What did you? And he says, 91 on my next birthday. And I went, So you're 91, so you've went through like everything, everything yeah. that's basically happened in this country. Because at that stage, I'm going back fucking. 10 years yeah. so literally from the formation of fucking here and the yeah. fucking whole, every problem and every decade he's been here yeah. and I was like you went through all that and you waste all that was back and he went aye and I was like why and he says because I can't get anybody to chip my NTL box anymore <laughs> At least when the power melties are about the area, you got fake DVDs and fucking your your box chipped. He says, get no cunt to do it, man. I was like, he's willing to let the bombs, the shit yeah. and everything come back just so he can watch yeah. fucking... Just so he gets the Sky Sports for free. He can, <laughs> can watch reruns to give my head. Swear to fuck, it was just like, here he is. It was unreal. Like, that wee yeah. man's life is just... Fuck it. Bring the troubles back. No. Fucking bomb scares, but at least you can watch Del Boy. You know? Oh, <laughs> Oh, there's a few wee questions here. We'll just we'll we'll wrap up here. Uh, oh wow, let's see. Well, I mean, that's, I don't know why I got this notification, but Ali Gorms 
Sick. Six months later. Yeah, there you go. Catches everybody. Yeah. You go. Spend his career catching stuff. And, and yep. Yeah, there you go. Let's see. Ain't glad you said that, not me. A <laughs> big backlash. Here. Hey, listen. We love everybody. Uh, Kieran, for some reasons, asked what does that smell that last night. I don't know. Do you end the one like what's? Listen, I don't want to don't want to feed into this, but there's where's the beef here? Were you and Kieran? What's going on? What did Where he say? Where He just said what was that smell last night, but I don't know what he means. I was well, he was there at the Ulster Sports Club with me, and I didn't see any smell any smell I don't know what he's oh you think he's going on about me I don't, I don't know I don't know what cause I, I, I <laughs> there is no beef between me I didn't, I didn't say you were on so I don't you know. know where it all came from but obviously Kieran must be saying stuff in his podcast listen, for people to think that listen if you want to say say something now here we can I'll get back to him Just look in the camera and say fuck you Kieran we'll cut it we'll clip it stick it out focus <laughs> <laughs> no, on the thing I said in ours I went he's a bastard and he laughed yeah. and <laughs> <laughs> we're going to cut that and just have a Jew saying he's a bastard yeah Do have it again just we'll make it a super clip all in podcast you go on Kieran's a bastard <laughs> uh, let's see what Curtis has said if you Shane and Willie all get stuck on an island why would Willie be the first one to die followed closely by Shane because Willie would die first because he can't reach up to get the coconuts <laughs> right <laughs> and then what, what What if you're on raffling say you're you're what no no it's on a wee island he couldn't raffling. reach up to get the puffin eggs yeah. <laughs> So you would, I, I would actually say, I would agree. I would say you be that you would survive on that island with those two. I would eat the fuck yeah, out of them. I was gonna say, I think you'd kill them and eat them. hundred <laughs> percent. That'd be the wise way. But she, I think I Shane, would kill Shane first. I think Shane would actually. Pro- I think Willie would probably live longer than Shane on that. Uh, Shane would, would think something. I would He'd be like, you can eat these you know, berries. I'll tell you what I would do. I would get Willie to kill Shane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get him, Willie. <laughs> I would, I would, I would convince Willie to kill Shane. And then we'll be each in together, and then uh-huh. once that's run down, then I'll do him in. Yeah, see, he'd probably do himself the guilt. Who? Willie. Willie. He'd be so sad. No, yeah. he, he underestimated that wee man. That wee man, he's evil in him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Kieran's a bastard, yeah. Willie's evil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see what uh, Brock has said. How's the transition been from taking on comedy full time? Best and worst aspects? And um, well, the best aspect is just being able to do comedy all the time you know that's yeah. the fun. but the worst is uh, the worst is invoicing I think is the worst fucking the paperwork the paperwork's, the worst the paperwork's part always the hardest yeah. part I mean I've always been self-employed until recently I took a job just a wee burp there excuse me um, until you're excused recently I took a job which is dead strange because it yeah. took away all if I was still working as a joiner I would still have a whole yeah going out and pricing and all that that you never really get paid for yeah and I didn't realise how much of that I had to do so I think in the house I just realised how better it's got because I'm not out at night times pricing yeah. or going to get money or chasing people down the street for money or do you know what I mean it's just <laughs> yeah. and that's the way it was self-employed joiner um, so this job now it's named mm. a sort of half four every day yeah. and it's, it's Great. just wants to turn my computer off and leave the building it's yeah done. the job's done that's the one thing I do miss about like is you know having the work is the work but then it, it, it's how often do you do the crossover you yeah. know what I mean so it's tough you'd be like especially see during Covid and working from home you'd have all your gear home you'd be like well I'll work on a bit and then you don't get paid for it and then she's like well you know and it's just that's it's the work I suppose the work life balance will happen yeah. Yeah. as long as you keep that 
you're grand because as much as as much as um, comedy and gigging and all is brilliant, nothing beats spend time with kids like you know no. when you can. So that's the thing that you need to make sure you have the time for that. Otherwise, yeah. it, everyone well, searches it. I you know, really had with the other kids because I was self-employed yeah. and then trying to do comedy on top of that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the comedy you know back then it wasn't really getting that much money or mm-hmm. at the start wasn't getting any money and she was sort of going are you serious like yeah. <laughs> why are you doing this you why know? are you yeah. four nights in a row mm-hmm. fucking spend our money to go and do this yeah and then now you can say hey you know the, yeah, the what's well the worth the, the squeeze is worth the, or the it juice is. is worth the squeeze is. you know anything you ever want to do like just push on with it because as long as you're good at what you do yeah keep going and Chris has said have you heard any of the GAA catfish story and heard any similar I stories closer to home? I just seen uh, like a news article up saying so many. Uh, that happens every time I'm in this. I know room. it's. I don't know what's going on here, but they're they're cutting bushes for some reason in the police station. Since I came here, yeah. just I was standing outside for five minutes. They're like, really need to. See, that's it, what I've had previous in that police station. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm seeing when the police when the police lift all the gear off people, all the plants they just plant it in the police station. Uh, they all they sell their own weed. They sell their yeah. own weed. So that's what they, they're up to now. But that no, I only seen news clippings of it, so it didn't read into the story. So I don't yeah. know too much. What to is the gist? Because I I sort of heard a, a bit about it, but I don't know. Is it just a look? I don't know. I'm gathering that there's just they're targeting GAA stars. Yeah, and they're being stupid enough to get caught. Yeah, but no, I, I'll, I'll we'll need to look into that. Yes. And I'll, I'll come know, back. I don't know too much. With about another, them, sorry. Niles asked, "What are your thoughts on Banger becoming a city?" Well, I first of all delighted with it. Now I, I said, I said I did a bit, a bit last night. I said like on paper, you Bangers as much a city as I'm a jockey like, but it's yeah. it's it's good. Hopefully the money will make the re, will regenerate the city. You know, and we'll get new shops open, and it'll be a better spot. I hope. Yeah. But you know, I, I mean, I think it's. I can see the. I can see humour in it, and also, you know, sorry, Newton Arts. Oops. You know, it's one of those things. Newton Arts. Yeah. Well, they were trying to get city status. No, but they'll be raging. They fuck. See, banger and arts. Banger and arts just hit each other. Is that right? Yeah. There's an old. There's an old fucking. Faking on them. They, they don't like a tale of two. I was going to say a tale of two cities, but tale of one city, and then that's sort of. A, t- a town, a town, yeah, a, of a, a village, yeah, fucking. Is it a village or is it? A no, arts is a town. Is it? Yeah, because that's new town arts, so right. it couldn't work. New city arts, new you know, town. wouldn't work. New town city. But they hate that arts. New town city. It sounds like a Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they they hate us like the arts boys, not big fans of. You know what? Fuck. I've never said this before. But fuck the police. This, yeah. This, fuck them. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. Who's out doing that? That's it. Whoop, whoop. I'll not pick up too much. NWA. Let's uh, let's finish these off here. There's a good few other ones. Um, nope, not going to do that today. Was that the guy? No, who it's was asked me to go in the toilet. No, it, <laughs> it involves googling. I just uh, you know today's that. not the day. Um, John Joe was asked, was Tom the entrepreneur, everything that you hoped and dreamed he would be, and more importantly. Do you now wake up at 4am every morning to work? For anyone who doesn't know, I had Tom Smith, the entrepreneur, as a guest on the Patreon podcast. And, I mean, he was. I think I would go as far as to say he was everything I thought he would be. You know, I he was exactly what you would expect. And he's, he was grand, but no, I'm not getting up at 4am. What are your views on, uh, like, you know, motivation guys and, like, hype stuff? And I have a friend who was a, a footballer and has went on to do that huh. sort of game. And... If he's getting a living at it and he's enjoying it, well then, 
That's, yeah, fair play. I, I mean, who am I to fucking turn around? And, it's the same way. I mean, I'm not going to slobber about somebody marching down a fucking street or lighting mm-hmm. a fucking bonfire or... You know, everybody does their own thing. Like, don't get me wrong, if you're in the fucking... Looking at wee kids, I'm not going to fucking say fair play to you, go for it. Do you know what I mean? Fuck you and uh-huh. But... <laughs> I mean, if, if 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 that's what he does and he's successful, when I yeah. met him, he was a fucking alright fella, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And I met mm-hmm. him face to face. I done a couple of videos, and then he came up to me and was like, "Ha!" ha, ha. But he says uh-huh. I enjoy the videos and stuff, so I don't really have much to slobber about. And what about do you do you do you, does anything like that get you going? Like not not Tom, but just generally speaking, the like quotes and motivational quotes would you be somebody that buys into that Paddy I would I would look at you and go I don't think you're into that no it's not it's not me but in yeah. the same sense there's definitely there's an element of me probably would sit and has to believe in myself yeah and as long as you're not too fucking big headed about it or anything like that as long as you're humble and realise yeah. that you've you've been successful because you've put work in yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, but they stand and going, look at me and all. Yeah, there's as comedians I know are like that, they're wankers. But without I mean? sounding like an old man, I definitely think. See, there's a there's a new push now that people are like, you need to believe it, and it's and it's, there's no like, you need to fucking work your bollocks off here. It's all no. If I put it into the the earth, oh, happen. if you read it's it like, on yeah. your ma's living room wall, like it's not, and the quotes yeah. are, but you're still watching Jeremy Kyle and yeah. doing fuck all about it. Of course, it's not going to yeah. come and fucking grasp you, but. If you do put the work in, it's a, it's a fucking genuine yeah. thing. Me sitting here, fucking, and I train four days a week, I'm still a fat bastard, but, the, I mean... <laughs> but see, that's another thing. Uh, the, I, I equate the, the training and diet and stuff to what my mum used to tell me when I when yeah. girls never liked me when I was younger. She goes, it's not, it's what's inside the counts. Yeah. She said, look, it's what's inside the counts. That's your ticker. So doing the exercise, you know, it's yeah. good for the it's good for the old insides. She like. might be right. It's, it's what you have in the bag. That's a girl's leg. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Naomi has said, what would be your weapon of choice in a zombie apocalypse? Weapon of choice, zombie apocalypse. Yes. Um, I don't know, what's the best thing for killing fucking zombies? I don't know, because they always say to get their heads off, so I go for a big fucking matchet, a big machete. Yeah, I hate all that, I hate cutting and all that. Yeah. I, I, a bat or a I, gun? Maybe like a biggest. Maybe yeah. just burn the bastards. That's a good, good idea, know, yeah. But it stays way, stay, something that goes really yeah. far. Because you always see the ones with the knives and the fucking thing, they do well in the first three, and then if there's yeah. more than three, they're fucked. No, flamethrower's a good call. You set uh, one of the bastards on fire and them. push them off. That's good. Stick a so, flag at <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Jardine has said, if Paddy wasn't working as a comedian, what would his dream job be? Also remember him saying on Mudblood that he's in the cars. What's his favourite car he's ever owned? And what's his dream car if money's no object? Um, My favourite car I owned, I think I spoke about it. I had an XR3i Escort and I loved it. Um, and then I bought the first real brand new car I bought was I bought a Nissan Almira which isn't really flamboyant or anything like that but it was a crack of me car mm. and I, I just really liked it um, dream car probably a 1984 911 Porsche or 911 as people mm-hmm. would say Stop saying that because it's not yeah. my um, um, Probably a target top one mm-hmm. as well. Nice. 
My my dream car is a smart car now. Smart just car. that's what I want to get a smart car. So you just park a, anywhere. You in a smart yeah. car? Yeah, we'll see, just yeah. like like Bowser, like Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the only thing is I would soup it up so as to drop banana peels at the back. That'd be all. <laughs> <laughs> be brilliant. But no, that's the thing. Like I, me and her, we think she wants us to get another another car. We have a we have a Tucson at the minute, which is a great car for the kids and everything. But we have my old. I have a Fiesta from before, you know, but the good old days when I was young, free and single. Didn't You've have. done a party and kept an old car. So I've, I've kept it, and then she's like, We need another car for the kids and all. Blah, blah. I said, Good enough. I said, Well, I like to have a wee run around. Yeah. You know, like if I'm nipping the shop or I'm going to yeah. gigs or whatever. So I said, Like, if I ever, you know, if I ever do well, I want to get a brand new smart car and you can just nip the gigs in it and I can park wherever. Like, you know, if, it's, if you're in a city centre, you can just fucking bop it up on a curb yeah. and you'll park you, you'll it. You'll not be driving it when the fucking doesn't start it, your driveway, though. That's the only thing about smart cars. They don't? Fuck. They're fucking really bad. Like, yeah. Even on Mercedes running gear in them. Yeah, well, listen, I'll, 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 I'll send it to the shop. I'll get it pimped. I have um, a nice fucking. Go send phone last but no. 05 Shogun Sport. Cheap there, just <laughs> don't don't I'll even do say. I'll do a training with the Fiesta. You'd <laughs> be up for it, like uh, Marco has said. I need to just make sure. What movie or TV role would Paddy love for himself, and why haven't any of those people from UTV and BBC gotten their fingers out and created the long, long overdue platform for NI comedians? Hundred percent, mate. You're right, um, Marco. You need to write into them her and say that. Mm-hmm. I loved. I love watching Love Hate. Yeah, oh, that was a great show. And I loved when we done that um, with Shane and stuff, the Belfast huh. Blues. I would love to make like a serious programme. Yeah. I love comedy and I would love to do like a mm-hmm. comedy show and stuff like that, but I would love to do a serious like gangster. Yeah, from here. See, I don't think that's been done right yet. Yeah, well, a, a good cause Really, really. There needs to be something, I think, from here that's like not... You know, ever everyone's always fucking stereo, like typical yes. silly. Oh, they but need to come away even from the power mill. This needs yeah. to be a proper like. Have you seen the Belfast story film? The one Richard. Well, no, Tim's in it. Tim McGarry's in it, and he gets shot, loads, and it's no way. I but it's that. it's the gist of it is it's about there's a serial killer, but it's a paramilitary. Uh, so they kill obviously in the full gear and the gloves and the, the bath. I like the fall. I like the fall. Yeah, I that. thought it was the I best. For that, I but, like the fall. But see this show; it's a fucking joke. Like they didn't, they didn't first start. They didn't get. Sorry if anyone's involved in this, but I mean, I, fuck, they didn't cast me in it. So fuck yous. But um, Where they, was this out? that's few, probably about ten, ten years, maybe five, ten uh. years ago. But they, they didn't obviously pay to get the license to get the proper PSNI uniforms and all. So they made up like a we fake police force. It looked weird. Tim McGarry gets massacred outside a police station, which is it's hard to watch. Um, but during it, they do like they start off. So I think the 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 paramilitary serial killer like doesn't doesn't kneecap in the shooting. Then it gets more and more ridiculous. There's one bit where like this fella's in a chippy, and he's waiting on his chips, and you just see like a fucking guy in a balaclava sneak behind and fucking put poison <laughs> in the chips, and you're going, how the fuck's no one noticed that I'm walking in the chippy? And he's going, and the fella eats the poison chips, and he, oh, off he goes. It's so fucking ridiculous. Like I think we should do a watch along that. I think that would be Call Meanies in it. Actually, he's the the big name in it. But I remember watching that. How was his Belfast accent? It was. I don't think. He, I think he just did his normal accent. You know, don't think he he went full. But it was like the whole thing. And then how it ends is basically just the United Ireland, and that's kind of the very end of it. So it's very, you know, very yeah. It was <laughs> like it was. It was definitely. It was just. It was so because str- like see when you see it and you see the trailer for it, I go, good. This is going to be a good. Oh, it's not. Oh no, it's not. But I tell you what is a good film. Actually, seventy one. Have you seen it? 
it's about a soldier. A soldier gets see gets, something like that yeah. really happened. Yeah, but that was a good. That was a good. That was the first I'd gone. That's a fucking great show. Yeah, you know, really good. Yeah, I think if you sort of take it in a different aspect that way, but I would love. I think there's there's room there for a proper just Lego. Yeah. Love hate Belfast version. Yeah, and I'll certainly play. Do yeah. no, I want to play what? What do you call Nidge? Nidge. Yeah, I want to play Nidge in it. I think, and I think that would be a good show. But again, it has to. Again, it's one of those things. If you were to make a gangster type thing, it has to be real and it has to be, you know, the gritty rather than the sort of all. So he did, and all so he says, no, you know, I, you just think. proper. Yeah, like where are you going, you fucking fruit? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's it. Like, see, I, have you seen the film about your man? McGartland, the fifty dead men oh, walking. That wasn't. It was an all. It was an all right watch. See the book. The book was fucking great. But see all that. I got all that. All this informants and all. Like I fuck was, it's when that was yeah. when I came out. I was driving a taxi and there was people doing tours and they were going to be. Oh man, I seen this and and I was like, listen, mm-hmm. see Martin McGartland. He made himself out to be Rambo and that. Yeah, he wasn't. <laughs> he definitely wasn't. But I read a book. I read a book. The Killing Rage. It's called. Yeah. It's about. What's the guy? Doesn't he name? But he was a an informant in the in the Ra, and he was in Newry. He lived in Newry. Ian Collins for Brit- Britain? No, N- no, I was killing. Killing, killing for Britain was another one. I am. Yeah, and your man had had a nice cream van and all. But, and he, but this guy, like he had he had gone like full. His book was great, actually a good read. But then he like it ended basically saying like yeah he moved. But he was told not to go back to Newry, and he ended up I think the the head he was out walking his dog one night and hit him in the car and then just stabbed him. Is that him dead? Yeah, dead. Like, but they stabbed him like. A lot, like a brutal, right, it was a brutal okay. killing, like, and it did his face, and also he couldn't have a, the casket and everything. But it was like, it was the whole thing was, yeah, fuck, it's skirt the, the level of fucking like infiltration. It's mad. Like, I, I just don't know how those boys would carry on with their day to day lives. I'm not fucking shitting themselves every minute, every day. I'd be fucking, couldn't do it. I'd be fucking, I know, playing, playing that double life, yeah. But I think so many people back in the day played double lives, like, yeah. you know, that way. Like, see, your man, when, when, you know, whether it happened to this extent or not, but your man, McGartland, jumped out the window. Like that's fucking scary Bickies like and then you read all the stories like whenever there's that Lloyd's feud going on you read all the shit going on you go it's mad I know like and I remember I, I'm probably best off telling you off the podcast but I heard a story long story short there was someone kept murdered and there was a list people police had a list of names and out of all the names they'd say four names and they're all, they've all been shot so they were not able to like pinpoint it for it but it's like so my point is the knowledge of that's going on in paramilitary groups is is good. Oh, it's wild. Of course, like, 100%, you know, it's wild. The proper, proper yeah. had it down to a tail, like. Yeah, and I see if you made something like that in the in the series or in the film, you'd have a fucking cracking, exciting yeah. show. There you go. You know, so there you have it. There's the there's, there's the the name. I think that's a good place to actually end it because we have more questions, but we could just sit here all day. I think so. <laughs> that's a good one, then. So, Paddy, cheers for coming on. And where can people, if they don't, if they haven't seen you, where can they find you or what? Where you gigging? If they be on social media, I'm on them all, all the platforms, Facebook, fucking TikTok. I'm just getting the grips yeah. with. My wee girl sent me down the other night and showed me, so I'm getting the grips at TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, all them social medias, and I have a tour starting in Newcastle in September with 13 dates all around the country. Very nice. And then finishing up with the waterfront which obviously the one November sold out but of another one on the 9th of December so there get you go. tickets so I'll put the link for that down in the and description and two shows coming up this week As one well. out the back which is the Dark Horse down yes. in Duke York yes and uh, that's sold out and then next week is Lame Night no the 18th two weeks is Lame Night 1 that's 
it'll be sold out now. There we go. So cheers for coming on, Paddy. Much appreciated. Yes, thank Take you. Take it fun. easy. I'm the slack guy.